The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. There's no crying in baseball! No crying! And this game's underway. Into the windup of his first offering. Just a bit outside. Here's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos. It will be a home run. Oh, my God. Deep to right field. Way up there. They're going to wave him in. I don't believe it. My, oh, my. And look who's coming up. You have got to be kidding me. You talk about a roll of the dice. This is it. Okay, play ball. Happy Friday, everybody. Good morning. It is our final episode of Payoff Pitch in the month of September. Can you believe it? But don't get sad. We have plenty of great news coming your way on Action Network's MLB betting podcast. Yes, this is Payoff Pitch. Brendan Glasheen, your host, joined by Action Network senior editor Colin Whitchurch. And uh, we also have Tanner McGrath joining us today. He's in for Cirillo. So, Tanner, Thanks for hopping on. We appreciate it. How are you? I'm doing great, Brendan. Thank you for having me on. Of course. Payoff pitch again. Action Network's baseball betting podcast. We are presented by BetMGM. So all odds and lines will be brought to you by BetMGM. Here's what we got going on today. We're going to get to best bets very, very soon. We'll find out if we're going to fade the public today. Underdogs we like. And then uh, some final bets from both Colin and Tanner before we get out of here. Spend a minute on Aaron Judge as well. I don't think the guys have anything on the Yankees game tonight, Yankees-Orioles, but Judge is plus 210 tonight to Homer. He is trying to break the Maris record. That is what's next for Judge, currently in a tie. So sorry to the fan in uh, Toronto that did not catch the ball the other day. But uh, let's move it along, shall we? Just go out there and try to have fun, you know. You know, having fun is the name of the game. Hey, you trying to make an ass of me? Get on that this should be fun best bet colin whitchurch and he's going to go to a game that is near and dear or a game that features a team that is right now near and dear to my heart best bet colin yeah los angeles angels they need to go six and oh the rest of the way to ruin brendan's life he has under 75 and a half on that win total bet it at the all-star break the only pick he's made i believe in payoff pitch history True. the angels win total under they need to go 6-0 down the stretch, and they they may very well be favored in all six games down the stretch with three against the Rangers and then three against the Athletics. 
I am on the Rangers tonight as underdogs, so that is potentially good news for you, Brendan, or maybe bad news, I guess, depending on how you look at it. But that's not my best bet tonight. I am focused on the total in Rangers-Angels. It's Reed Detmers against Glenn Otto. Detmers has kind of faltered down the stretch for the Angels a little bit. Really nice rookie season, obviously, through the no-hitter early on in the season. He's now well past his career high in innings, and we're starting to see that wear on him in his first full season. And he struggled with walks all season long. He's walked at least two batters in 16 of his 24 starts this year. And he has a 4-3-9 ERA since the beginning of August. More specifically, he's missing fewer bats. He has no more than three strikeouts in each of his last three starts. And Texas crushes left-handed pitching. You know, Texas is a pretty pedestrian team overall, but they have a very superior split when facing left-handed starters compared to right-handed starters, they're to 116 weighted runs created plus against lefties, which ranks sixth in all of baseball. Glenn Otto on the other side is someone that I looked to fade a lot early and often early in the season. He's actually been better in the second half. He has a 374 ERA since the start of August. His it's lowered his season-long ERA from 531 down to 473, where it stands today. But his FIP during that time is still 5-2-6, so he's just getting a little bit luckier. He's not necessarily performing better. The Angels' offense is bad, but right-handed pitching is their better split. They're facing a righty today in Otto. Both bullpens, neither bullpen is absolute garbage, but neither bullpen is exactly lights out. So I don't feel like the score is going to be infallible once Otto and Detmers leave the game. The total's been floating between seven and a half and eight all morning, currently at eight at BetMGM. I like the over here, minus 120 or better. If you can find seven and a half, that's even better. But over eight, I still like, again, minus 120 or better. Okay, very good. We'll keep our eyes on the uh, the total there. And yes, uh, Angels, please, just just handle your crap and just get this over with. Like, I mean, Otani might pitch again, which would be the last game of the season. It just would be freaking fantastic if it came down to that. I jokingly said before we recorded, I might fly to Oakland and, and watch this series unfold and make myself miserable. And then hopefully my ticket's paid for with the winnings from the underbet, but it could go sideways fast. This is your Angels update. Tanner. What is your best bet? And you know what I like about your best bet today? We're going to find out if people haven't listened to you. Well, you, this is your first time on this podcast this season, and it's the end of September, but people will get to learn something about you as well. What do you got? Yep. Um, Brendan, Colin, happy Sandy Alcantara today to all who observe. Some of you who listen to this podcast might follow me on Twitter. Um, if you do, you should know my affinity for this team and specifically this man, Sandy Alcantara. I'm actually wearing my Sandy jersey right now that our Action Network producer Matt Mitchell bought for me after he lost the series bet to me earlier this year. I have a ton on him to win the Cy Young. If you want to argue that anyone else deserves the award, DM me on Twitter at Matt Tanner's Truth. I will change your mind. Back to the point. Corbin Burns is a hell of a pitcher, but did you know that his average exit velocity is up over two miles per hour this season? His average launch angle is up over two degrees. His average spin rate is down about 100 RPMs across all his pitches, and his numbers are down. His strikeouts are down. His walks are up. His ERA and XERA is like 3.15. And believe it or not, the fish are hitting the ball. Remember that team that went under their team total in like 20 straight games or something? The team scored 24 runs in their last five. They've replaced some of their old 
regulars, uh, washed up guys with um, some of the new younger hitters, the prospects, guys like uh, Charles LeBlanc, JJ Bleday, Brian Anderson, Nick Fortes. Also, as a side note, look out for Lewin Diaz. He's turning into one of the best defensive basemen I've ever seen. But either way, over the last two weeks, the Fisher 10th in OPS and WRC plus against right handed pitchers. And I'm also just really excited to fade the Brewers 26 and 27 since August 1st. Um, on the flip side, the Marlins are 19 and 12, and Sandy starts the season $100 better, would be up $405 betting every single one of those starts. And as a final aside, yeah, the Brewers need to make the playoffs. They need a few wins down the stretch. But the entire point of this Marlins season is to get Sandy, the National League Cy Young. I think the motivation factor is there for them. I don't need to go over his staggering statistics, you know, 220 innings, 2.30 ERA, 53% ground ball rate. Um, but it's not like the Brewers offense is all that good. Um, and if you want to talk about fading the public, 60% of the tickets are on the Brewers, just 40% of the handle. Value's good at plus uh, 140 in the first five and then plus 155 on the money line. I'd bet them to plus 146 and plus 138 respectively. Excellent. Excellent. So um, I know it's this late in the year, but in Tanner, I'm, I'm sure you've been keeping track of this. Where is Sandy right now in the Cy Young race as far as uh, where he stands as a favorite? The last time I checked, which was just before his last game against the Nationals, he was um, minus 450 on um, that NGM, I believe. I would have to double check. But yeah, he's the far and away favorite. Give me two more starts to lock it up. We'll see if he, he, he wraps this up here down the stretch. But yeah, the, uh, the Sandy story. Best of luck to you. We have been talking about Sandy uh, internally in the Action Network baseball vertical for more than a year now. Zerillo True. dug up an old slack where we were talking about Sandy as 2022 Cy Young winner in early September 2021. Uh, Tanner has been leading that train. The Sandy Alcantara train uh, has been chugging along all season long. I think everyone who works here, who works on the baseball vertical, has a Cy Young future on him. And we are ready to take a giant victory lap together in about a month. I have three. I have three tickets. I have a 40 to one, a 30 to one, and a 25 to one. Beautiful. And I didn't hedge it. <laughs> this might be our last Sandy day of the season. We need to go out with a bang. Yep. Very good. I mean, look, and the other thing, again, is, is Tanner hit on. You're getting him in, as an underdog. I mean, that's and those are spots. You sound like Zerillo, for crying out loud. That's the spot he loves <laughs> to get Sandy, too. Uh, so Marlins money line first five as well as full game uh, that's what Tanner's on for today and Colin likes the Angels Rangers game to go over seven and a half or some eights out there if you get them but uh run total over in that game as a reminder these guys are both on the Action Network app you can find their picks uh, over on the Action app you can also search payoff pitch podcast in the search bar uh, in the follow section and you can find all of the podcast picks but if you're looking for Tanner looking for Colin find them in the app where they log all of their picks and uh, data in which they decide how to pick these games. Okay, next up, let's find out if we're going to fade the public today. And uh, it's, it's about the Red Sox. Great. 89% of the bets, 67% of the money is on the Blue Jays over the Red Sox. You got Manoa on the mound against Nick Pavetta. Uh, this game is in Toronto. So uh, how do we feel about the Red Sox showing that they showed a little bit of life there at Fenway? Uh this earlier this week before they hit the road, but uh, Colin, are we going to fade the blue Jays and take the Red Sox today or, or no? We are. Unfortunately, I'm on a podcast right now with two Red Sox fans. And I am saying that I'm going to bet the Red Sox. There is one reason and one reason only for that bet. It is the fact that the blue Jays clinched a playoff spot yesterday. It was their off day. 
Maybe they were out partying a little too hard. Maybe a lot of their starting starting offensive players get some rest tonight, I guess, I'll, even though they had some rest yesterday. So I think this number – I do think this number is is too high regardless. Um, I like the Red Sox at – well, I grabbed them at plus 160 this morning. I'm seeing plus 150 at BetMGM right now. I think plus 155 would probably be my cutoff point, so we'll see where that line moves in a couple hours. Keep an eye on it. Keep an eye on the Blue Jays lineup announcements. Grab the Red Sox if you can get them plus 155 or better. I hate betting on Nick Pavetta, and I hate betting against Alec Manoa, but that's what we're doing here. It's just a numbers play, so I am fading the public today. Tanner, what do you think? We're going to take the Red Sox here? Yeah, we're betting the Red Sox. Just a note on Nick Pavetta. Um, He's just a streaky pitcher. If you catch him on a good streak, he'll win you a lot of games, but if he is uh, not feeling confident, he's going to be a shell of himself, but – I don't have too much to add. Yeah, the angle is that the Blue Jays clinched yesterday, mm-hmm. um, banking on them, checking out for a day. Hey, maybe they want to throw the Red Sox a bone. Um, the only reason they clinched yesterday was thanks to a eighth-inning J.D. Martinez two-run home run and a improbable save from Caleb Ort. But watch out for the Red Sox offense. I mean, they scored 29 runs in their last four games, uh, taking three out of four from a good Baltimore team. Uh, the 121 WRC plus over the last two weeks is fourth in MLB. That number jumps to 124 against right-handed pitchers. Uh, against righties over that span, a touch over 800 team OPS. Give me over 150 on the um, plus 150 on the money line, and I'll be back in Boston's bats. I just want to say real quick how funny it is that we're sitting here on the last day of September and we're talking about how the Red Sox played spoiler for the Orioles <laughs> in September 2022. <laughs> the Red Sox, out of contention, played spoiler for the contending Baltimore Orioles yesterday. Very important note. It's Baltimore, gentlemen. The gods will not save you. We were all so blown away by how Baltimore hung in there. Yes. But they hung on for so long, I think. And we all just kind of grew to accept it. Um, so, yeah, you're right. I mean, that, that does wor- that is worth repeating. It is kind of weird to, to say it out loud thing. You're like, oh, yeah. And also, you've that given is- me enough shit about the White Sox all season long that I need to throw some Red Sox jabs in there every now and then. For the, for the record, when you were gone last week, we did say sorry about your White Sox, but it was just funny <laughs> how it just happened, how it just, they were an extra, anyway. Everyone, funny everyone. is one word for it. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Well, it just, it, it gets to a point where it's kind of funny, but yes. It, no, I know. Rather annoying. Like I, I laugh at this Red Sox team for, for what it's worth. I just think it's like, okay. Um, but maybe once, once it's, once it's winter meetings time and they're not signing guys or bringing guys back, then maybe it won't be so funny. So that fair enough. <laughs> it's going to be a um, very scary off season for Red Sox. Fans. Yeah. I think very we're all just scary. like, yeah, it's like that meme where you're like smiling on the front, but behind your, behind the other face, you're like really <laughs> upset. That's kind of what's going on here. Probably with both franchises, both Sox franchises. Okay. Let's, uh, shift gears. So we like the Red Sox. They're a dog today. Where's my dog? Uh-huh. Where's my dog? Where's my dog? Other underdogs that we like today, Colin Whitchurch. It's particularly hard to find underdogs at this point in the season when so many teams have kind of mailed it in. A lot of teams are coasting into October. I say that having placed about six underdog bets today. I think my favorite one, though, is the Pittsburgh Pirates against the St. Louis Cardinals who are locked into seeding for the playoffs. Johan Oviedo, actually a former Cardinal, a Cardinal as of just about two months ago, he went from St. Louis to Pittsburgh in the Jose Quintana deal. And he's been solid for Pittsburgh down the stretch, looking like a potential keeper, you know, only uh, 24 years old. 
He's made five starts with Pittsburgh and in 20 and two third innings, he has a 3.05 ERA with a 3.07 FIP. So it's not really smoke and mirrors. He still does walk a lot of guys. Unfortunately, he has 14 walks during that span, but 23 strikeouts. So he misses bats and he's also allowed not a single home run during his time in Pittsburgh. Very bullish on Oviedo in general. He's going against Jack Flaherty, who has a lot of name recognition, but is nowhere near where he was when he was a Cy Young contender a couple of years ago before injuries kind of derailed him. He's had a bumpy return to the rotation in four starts. He has a 471 ERA and a 5.07 FIP. More concerning for the Cardinals is 11 walks in 21 innings with just 20 strikeouts. So averaging less than a strikeout an inning, walking way too many guys. So I like the Pirates here. I'm going to be betting both halves. Full game money line, if you can get plus 170 or better, first five innings, I would bet at plus 155 or better. Again, backing teams like the Pirates down the stretch is not very fun, but this is a promising spot for them today. What do you got for us, Tanner? You're uh, an underdog play for us today. Yep, this is a bit of a bit of a faux underdog, but I like the Royals in the first five innings. Uh, they're minus 105 at bet MGM. Technically still an underdog, though, to the Cleveland Guardians. I'm just really impressed with what Brady Singer has done this season. Um, he's cut his walks in half from last year. His ERA is below three. His XFIP is 3.30. Toss a career high, 147 innings so far. He's continuing to roll. It's not like he's doing anything differently with his arsenal or his approach. He's just batting down the hatches, been more disciplined in his approach, and it's working. I'm also fine to fade um, Guardian starting pitcher Aaron Savale, um, XERA of 5.30. I'm still fine to fade the Guardians offense. I don't really believe in them. I don't think they have great batted ball statistics. I'm not that high on them in the postseason. And this isn't even mentioning that the Royals have the fifth best WRC plus over the last two weeks. Um, the Guardians have won a few games recently, but they have nothing to play for anymore. They've locked down the AL Central. Um, they're locked into the third American League seed. I think they drop one here to Brady Singer and the Royals, and I like it more in the first five. But you can play the full game too. Okay, we'll allow it. It's kind of it's kind of a it's kind of an underdog, but it works. Um, okay, before we wrap things up, we also have an announcement. Show announcement at, before we leave. Uh, but we want to do final bets from Colin first, then Tanner, and then we'll do the show announcement. Go ahead, Colin. Yeah, I'm going to piggyback Tanner on the Royals here first. I do like their full game as well as their first five. Brady Singer, we talked about Sandy Alcantara and how uh, a lot of us at the Action Network were on his Cy Young odds a year ago. We were also on Dylan Cease a year ago, although he might not win in the American League. Brady Singer is among a handful of candidates that you could pick out for 2023 that could take a giant leap forward into Cy Young contention. Very big fan of him. And I think he's in a great spot against Cleveland today. We cannot get through this show without talking about the biggest series of the weekend, which is Braves Mets basically Mm. playing for the NL East title this weekend. And with a superb pitching matchup today on par with Sandy Alcantara against Corbin Burns, we have Jacob deGrom against Max Freed. I'm on the Braves here, although the line has moved off of my target number here. I got them at plus 110, seeing plus 105 at BetMGM right now. Would need plus 110 or better to bet Atlanta on the full game money line. However, I am taking the very low under bait for the first five innings. 
not playing under six and a half for the full game, just out of distrust for the bullpens, but I am playing first five under three, a very minuscule number of three for the first five innings at minus 115. And the final game, another hold your nose, just gross. Assume it's going to be a loss until it's not bet on the Oakland Athletics. That is the biggest projection edge of the day based on our colleague Sean Zarillo's daily projections. We get the athletics at plus 200 or better. And Zarillo's projections say they should be plus 175. Logan Gilbert has been a regression candidate for most of the season. I don't like the A's in any way, shape, or form, but if you can get them plus 200 or better, it's a small bet. Assume it's a loss until it's not, and hope that the baseball gods favor you today. Can that team, does that team outside of the eighth inning know how to hit the A's? <laughs> yeah, in- I don't know. I mean, they are, them and the Nationals are, are pretty much the uh, the pits of, of baseball right now, but, you know, the, these teams are still going to win. 35% of their baseball games. We just got to hope that today's the day that they win one of those 35%. I think the only offense worse than the A's this season is the Tigers, I believe. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's ugly in Oakland. Maybe they'll get a new ballpark one day. It's going to look great in Las Vegas. Oh, oh, I'd love that. That'd be fun. That would be fun. That sounds fun. People in Oakland don't listen to this. Yeah. Move them to Vegas. <laughs> People in Oakland, they're selling their tickets for, you said, what was it, two bucks? Two bucks a ticket to go to $2, a game? $2 if you want to go to tonight's Athletics Mariners game. Or no, that was that was Angels. Yeah. That was tonight tonight's Angels Rangers game. You can get tickets for $2. Okay, well, even so, I had the I had the schedule up for the Angels. They're in Oakland to close the season, and their tickets are like nine bucks to get in. So. There you go. It's a deal. Go pay more for a beer than you did to get in the ballpark. <laughs> Tanner, what are your final uh, bets for us before we wrap up? Yeah, I got two spots I like. Um, first one, uh, Cincinnati Reds, first five money line. It's plus 115 at bet MGM. This is an early game, 2.20 p.m. Eastern time, so hop on this immediately. For starters, our action pro projections, they make the Reds a plus 101 full game underdog. So if you want to go there, go there. I personally am iffy on the bullpen matchups. So I'm looking to back Red starting pitcher uh, Graham Ashcraft. Young, little inexperienced, but elite stuff. 97 mile per hour cutter, a slider that's forced a 31% whiff rate. He's managed to keep his walk down and his ground ball rate up. Um, I'm surprised his Babbitt is like 315. Seems a little high. I think we could see some uh, positive regression there, if not at the end of the season going forward next year. Adrian Sampson, Cubs starter today. Luck box, super low home run rate, ERA and XFIP in the mid fours. Uh, I make the offset. The offensive statistics are basically a wash. So I like the plus money price we're getting with the Reds, who, by the way, have won three of the last four against the Cubs. My second spot that I like today, I know we hate talking about favorites on this podcast, but I am going with the Minnesota Twins. It's a little juicy, minus 155 at MGM, but I've been so impressed with Joe Ryan this season, um, throwing 141 innings with an ERA and XERA below 3.75. It's clear. He has a major league fastball. It's recorded a minus 19 run value this season. Meanwhile, the Tigers, dead last and weighted fastball runs created. As I mentioned, worst offense in the league. And I think you can comfortably fade them in the spot because Detroit continues to force guys like Tyler Alexander on the mound. Guy doesn't eat up a lot of innings. XERA in the mid fives. He's a replacement level pitcher. Literally 0.0 Van Graaf's war. 
Like it's the lineup that features still features Carlos Correa, Lewis Arise, then a plus lineup against Southpaws this season. Alexander, I mean, he strikes out less than five batters per nine innings. His ground ball rate's 35%. I give a slight bullpen advantage to Minnesota here, especially recently. Um, the two teams reliever XFIP over the last month. Minnesota has slight, slight advantage. I'd feel all right on either the first five or the full game money line. I'm trying to avoid minus 160 in both halves. Okay, laying some juice here to uh, wrap up the show. That's it for the bets. Here's the show announcement. So we've been talking about it on Payoff Pitch here, really in the whole month, about how we're coming down to the wire. We were every Tuesday and Friday. Well, guess what? We're not just going to be Tuesday and Friday in the foreseeable future. Starting October 7th, that is a Friday, we are going to be with you. Payoff Pitch will be... Every weekday during the MLB postseason, every weekday there is baseball. We are with you. We'll record at the same time. We get up in the morning, we do it, and then it's out by early afternoon at the latest for you to make picks and make your bets on the games. Colin Whitchurch will be here for every show. That's Colin's plan. Uh, I plan to be here, and then we'll have rotating guests. Tanner could very well be in the mix. We've had Anthony DeBundo, who's been on the show. BJ Cunningham has joined us in the past. And of course, Sean Zarillo, who will join us for the majority of those shows with Colin and myself. Uh, so we're very much looking forward to that. Colin, you want to chime in quickly as to what to, the folks can expect here with a, a big month ahead? Our goal will be to find action on every single MLB playoff game. You know, we're going to be all over the baseball coverage on actionnetwork.com and in the Action Network app. We're trying to give you a little bit more supplementary content uh, if podcasts are your thing more than written but we're going to have coverage more coverage than you can imagine on every postseason angle you can think of tanner's going to be on the app writing about props every day he's our props master over on the written side so check that out and on the podcast you know th these will probably be shorter episodes we're not going to be breaking down full 15 game slates it's going to be two three four games but we're going to find we're going to try to find action on every single playoff game from October 7th through Game 7 of the World Series, if we get that far, as Brendan mentioned, Monday through Friday, we have the scheduled off days. If series end early and there's uh, other off days that get kind of baked in there, we, mm -hmm. we won't record those days, obviously. But every day that there's games, we're going to have baseball content for you. Love it. Very good. So that will begin uh, once the playoffs start. So I think we'll, we'll be joining you Tuesday of next week and then – That'll be it. And then we'll get, then we'll join you Friday. So then we'll join you Friday. So just like we normally would next week's schedule is the same Tuesday, Friday. And then after next week, once we get into that second week of October, we'll be off and running in the playoffs. So that's fun. Looking forward to that. And uh, yeah, I would imagine too quickly before we wrap, I would imagine that maybe Tuesday or Friday, we might spend a little bit of time on the playoff lines potentially. Yes. Like, like big picture stuff before they start That's big picture stuff. Idea. And I know uh, both our staff at action network and Sean Zarillo himself are going to have pieces breaking down our favorite bets for, from a futures perspective. So once the playoff field is set, we'll know who the favorites are. We'll know who the underdogs are. We'll know what bets have value and which ones don't. And we'll have plenty of that for you as well. Very good. Okay. Tanner McGrath. Thanks for stopping by. We appreciate it. Uh, good to have you on. For Colin Whitchurch, Action Network Senior Editor, Brendan Glass-Sheen, thanks for tuning in to Payoff Pitch, Action Network's baseball betting podcast. We will catch you all again next Tuesday to wrap the regular season version of Payoff Pitch. Everyone have a safe weekend. Enjoy. Good luck with your bets. 
and uh, talk to you next time. See you later. Look at this crowd on its feet. What a tribute. No one wants to leave.